1: Like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another.
2: Tony Bruno.
1: (laughs) You say real fast now.
2: Tony Bruno.
1: Nice. You say real slow now.
2: Tony Bruno.
1: Can you get deeper?
0: Deeper. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. (laughs) And now. Oh, Tony.
3: Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno.
1: Hello, kitties. You have your thermostats set at the proper 85 degrees <laughs> God. as the temperature hits triple figures again? The government says you should. We have it cranked down to 65 today just to be able to handle and deal with climate change in the way that makes us most comfortable. Hello, there it is. You know what it is today, Robin.
4: What is today, Tony Bruno?
1: Well, it's a big day, of course, because it's always a big day on the program. But today, we will, have, we will deal with the most important issues that affect all of us as humans. And that, of course, is shampoo selection, what's your favorite chicken sandwich, and Madonna's 61st birthday. Absolutely. And also, we will deal with the rear of the year, a bad booty call, another DMX update, and then we'll get to sports, too. But, of course, first things first, First right? First and
4: foremost.
1: We only, these shows are, we have theme shows here. Uh Not a uh theme park. We can't afford the rides. Although we have some different forms of rides that we provide for our guests. Yes. But that's at special invitation only. There's no admission fee. There's no wristband. There are no e-tickets. For those of you old enough to remember e-tickets at the Disney parks. (laughs)
4: But it is now quickly becoming a weekly national holiday, Tony. Yes,
1: it is. And I want to thank the man who made it that. That man you know as LeBron James, ladies and gentlemen, who proclaimed many times. Well, one time when he won his damn national uh, NBA championship. The first one, at least. But today is Taco Tuesday, kids. Taco Tuesday or Ta-Ta Tuesday or Taser Tuesday
4: And in our case it is for the first time
1: Stump Jose on Taco Tuesday It's the game show you've been waiting for Forget about all those rebooted game shows with mediocre hosts trying to replicate the great hosts who started these shows Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're starting we're starting a new show today Taco Tuesday Stump Jose on taco tuesday the great jose will call in correct and as he's proven time and time again at the local state and national level no one can stump this man and it doesn't matter what the sport is you throw something at him he doesn't have the answer we will open up the phone lines and have our little stump jose on taco it's not really little i mean this is a big deal yeah as joe biden said about obamacare this is the big effing deal and it won't cost you anything to do this, unlike Correct. Obamacare, where you had to forget your docs. Anyway, enough about that crap. So when we give out the phone numbers, this will be a dedicated Tuesday segment now on Taco Tuesday. Stump Jose on Taco Tuesday. So this is how it works. Robin, you have the official rules, which we're not doing it right now. Robin has actually gone to a – called our legal uh, advisors and now has a printed fine – you know when they have the uh, the, the – the fine print at the bottom of contests where the rules apply, you think you're going to win this, that, and another, and then all of a sudden it's like you read in the fine print and mm-hmm. it's a lot of bullshit. There's no bullshit involved in this contest.
4: Oh, oh no, there's a lot of bullshit. <laughs> it's just not written down. <laughs> let's, let's not lie to our listeners here.
1: Now, we, we would show tatas on ta Ta-ta Tuesday, yeah, but we can't, we can't because even though we don't have FCC rules and regulations on the show, where we can say things like shit, all the words that George Carlin said we couldn't say on National Radio Day, by the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And shout out to all my people in the industry and the radio industry as well.
2: Yes.
3: There's
1: many industries that I associate with, Robin, but the radio industry is my life. I'm all about that life. Fifty years in the industry – I posted uh, one of the pictures that they, one of the promotional pictures that they did when I was at Sporting News.
4: I know, I like that one.
1: Yeah, I, I found that because it's been sitting in the uh, in the storage unit. Robin right. went over there, got some boxes. That was in the damn box, and I love it. They did a great job at promotions over there at yeah. Sporting uh, News. My Radio. favorite
4: one is is uh, you in the bathroom. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, one those the are the doctor yeah. too. That one's good too.
1: Yeah, but the one with, with me, Tim Brando, and James Brown. Yeah. Part, they were, we were the morning and midday and afternoon lineup at Sporting News. Right. So they did this big man on campus thing and they put us in what do you call those jackets, Robin?
4: Letterman jackets.
1: Yeah, Letterman, not David Letterman jackets. Letterman jackets. And it's a cool picture, and it's a, it's obviously not a picture, but it's well done. That's when photoshopping was hard to do, but people still found a way to do it with quality instead of crappy photoshops that you see today. Remember, we have a lot more technology to photoshop now.
4: Yeah, here, here it is right there. I like the it. The big men on campus. and We uh, sent that out
1: to Timmy Brando, James Brown, and all my other colleagues.
4: Matt Bruno, Lund. Brown, and Brando. How about that? The, tri- the killer bees. The killer bees. <laughs> we were the killer bees.
1: <laughs> yeah, we helped kill that damn radio network. I know that. But anyway.
4: Well, no, I think they did that when they got uh, decided. Well, that's uh,
1: exactly. Well, it was management, but I don't want to blame management.
4: Uh, is that you?
1: No, that's people walking up, Robin.
4: Oh, what? see? Every time. I keep forgetting them. Like, what the heck? <laughs> see, this is the problem. Is because we have too many... Sound options. So, the well, it's
1: a radio and slash TV twitch.tv yeah, show. There's, a, TV there's a
4: distinct possibility that the sound, the mystery sound, could be coming from one of our computers or tablets or whatever. Not
1: with this finally tuned machine, Robert. That never <laughs> yeah, happens that here. Never it's a matter happens. with
4: you. So, so, when I hear something that I'm not expecting, I'm like, oh crap, where's it coming from?
1: Beautiful. So, we will, uh, we will deal with all the important stuff today on the program. Now, I'm not, now, now Joseph Kuchery says Tony Jose's been cheating on you. I hear him on Mad Dog Radio. That ain't right. Yes it is. He doesn't have an exclusive deal on this show. Jose can go on other places. Yeah. I don't have these ridiculous rules. If he wants to go on with my boy Chris Russo on Mad Dog Radio, that's he can spit fine. game yeah, there. That's fine. Remember, I'm the guy who discovered Jose. The only Jose. the only
4: thing that we tell Jose is that he should not go on shows that make fun of him. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the problem that we have, not because he's not allowed to, it's just that we don't think it's right that he goes on shows where hosts do not appreciate him. I
1: totally agree. And what's happened is over the years, you know, doing the national show, I would put Jose on. Doing the local show here in Philly, I would put him on. But then other hosts wouldn't put him on. Right. Because they were incapable of understanding how to communicate with a listener who wasn't reading a prepared statement or who wasn't uh, glib enough for them.
4: Or who was, you know, a little bit different or outside the box. Exactly,
1: exactly. And that just proves the versatility and the diversity of this show. We don't mock our listeners. We don't hang up on somebody after they give one sentence, after they sit on hold for an hour and then get on and then give one response and get hung up on. We don't play that shit here. You want to hear that kind of crap? It's readily available everywhere. That's why we are here unrehearsed. Un- well, we got a little bit of rehearsal. Robin and I yell at each other five minutes before the show. That's our rehearsal. I do an undressed rehearsal earlier in the day. That's not available yet on our Twitch stream, but we may have to have a separate channel where you can go to like Bruno Nation Live Plus, and there you get all the outtakes and the extreme shit that you don't get on the show. Although we really don't hold much back on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, enough about that. The best thing that happened before the show, and it was the worst thing that happened before the show today, was the James Bond thing. And now I start screaming at Robin because all I asked her, I said, wow, did you see this about James Bond? Not Gold Bond, medicated powder, which a lot of people are using for, for that nasty crotch smell that you get this time of the summer with the heat and humidity. What do we call that crotch? Not crotch itch. Swamp ass. Swamp ass, swamp crotch. You know the feeling. You throw that stuff. Just don't put talcum powder under there, because now there will be lawyers looking for you just, to find out whether talcum powder now is deadly.
4: And, and we've been, we've been <laughs> hearing that there's like deodorant for down there now, too. Yeah,
1: no, there's all safe stuff. Yeah. Talcum powder, people used to use that, ba- you know, on babies. <sighs> when we had babies, what did you do? Smell. You got out the, the, the Johnson's baby powder.
4: I never and did then You that. slapped
1: it on that little ass after you wiped it down and slapped it up and flipped it. You know what I'm saying?
4: Fire crotch. That's a good one, too. Fire crotch is a good one. Speaking yeah.
1: of that, we'll have a Madonna fire crotch update for you and today. And
4: I have a crotch update. Not rotten crotch. <laughs> yes. No. I have, a, I have a crotch update. Well, we have
1: plenty of crotch updates on yes, the show. Yes,
4: we do like them.
1: Including a a bad booty call in South Jersey, which to many of our listeners in South Jersey is pretty much a common occurrence around here, yes. unfortunately. But this is a really bad booty call. Yes, it's
0: very bad.
4: This is like, oh, man, you should have put out, man.
1: (laughs) We have a Florida Man update, which is pretty much every hour. We can do a Florida Man update every hour, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. There are more Florida Man stories than there are Trump impeachment stories. And that's pretty hard to do. But today... I was proud when I... I felt better about the country when I woke up this morning, Robin. Did you? Because the first thing I saw was Chuck Woolery was the number one twending, trending twending? topic. Well, number one trending topic on okay, Twitter. Baba. On Twitter this okay, morning.
4: Okay, am
1: uh, Number one trending Twitter, Twitter on Twitter this morning. And I thought, oh, Chuck Woolery. And you know what happens when you well, see the a first, name.
4: Yeah, you're like, oh there's my God, options. he died. Here
1: there's only two options. Okay. He died or they're rebooting Love Connection. Okay. And I went 0 for 2, but I did come back in 2 and 2 after I read why he was on Twitter, Twitter, twatter, whatever you want to call it. And it is exactly what I didn't think or expect and don't care about. So uh, just troll on people.
4: Are you. Uh, what was it?
1: It's his political crap, I guess. Oh,
4: okay.
1: You know, like I said, when you see somebody trending on Twitter, now Conan's trending now, and I thought, wow, did he die? And so. Apparently, no. He's got another. uh... Another... Podcasting created its own stars and never needed Conan. This is like doing a story about YouTube because Will Smith started last year. So people are doing all their Conan the Barbarian. It's a Conan the Barbarian thing. Conan the Barbarian, not Conan. Yeah, but so Conan O'Brien obviously is a great comedian. He's going to travel to Greenland for Conan Without Border special. That's what it is.
4: I've been to Greenland. Have you? Yeah. I've been both to Greenland and to Iceland.
1: Well, people, you know, because it's confused. It shows you how screwed up the world is. Greenland is cold. Iceland is warm. That is correct. That just shows you how screwed up the world is. And people don't even realize that. You would think Greenland would be green and Iceland would be icy.
4: I went camping in Iceland.
1: Beautiful. Did you go to Reykjavik or did you get wrecked while you were in Reykjavik? No. (laughs) 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 I want to go to Reykjavik, watch the Northern Lights, and then get wrecked in a tent right afterwards. You know what I'm saying?
4: I'd rather get busy in a tent. <laughs> well, there's no burger,
1: there's no Burger King bathrooms, I believe, uh, anywhere near Reykjavik when you're watching the Northern Lights.
4: Swedish Chef 29. I'm going to Iceland in the spring. It is a beautiful, beautiful country. Of course country. it
1: is. I'm going to buy some proper some acreage up there. I would
4: love to go to the Blue Lagoon that's there. The Blue. The
1: no, thing. they uh, they banned that now. They don't want people going there anymore. Seriously.
4: Seriously. Not the
1: scene where they did the Blue Lagoon movie. No, That beach has been pretty much shut down.
4: In Iceland, where they have that big, beautiful blue... The big hole? The big hole. The blue hole.
1: That's not in Iceland, is it? I thought it was out in the Caribbean somewhere.
4: No, you're thinking of the warm water one. I'm talking about the the one that's that really gorgeous color. Christian went there. I don't
1: want any cold holes. If I'm going to go into a deep hole, blue hole, it better be warm and toasty and nice and fresh and clean. Meanwhile... Rob, wait, okay, wait ro- whoa, whoa, whoa! Robin's whoa. been to Greenland.
4: Oh, good for you. Oh, good for you. Now I, I'm reading <laughs> Brendy85. T. Jackson. I'm not. I don't know what it's in reference to, but it says here it's crazy as she does yoga. Her hoo ha is singing because it's happy. Hoo-wah. When you read that out of context, you're like, "What the f? Hi-oh. Are you talking about?" <laughs>
1: We're spanning the globe, spanning. Cr- we're going down under, not to Australia. We're doing crotch updates, yes, rotten crotch updates, which, by the way, is a new show. Swamp crotch is on the Discovery Channel. You're exactly right. I was watching that last night after one of your I was watching. Shows. After watching one of my favorite shows on Smithsonian Channel, which is called uh, the Great Train Thing. The guy who does that
4: Mighty Trains. Mighty
1: Trains. This guy goes all over the world and rides every rail system. It's a great show. I know you're They'd so jealous. I love trains.
4: Tony does. He would he he's like he wants to have like the little conductor overalls and mm-hmm. he just wants to go on every single train out there. <laughs> There's bubbles and trains make Tony happy.
1: And we're on. I mean people are your people are responding. Just tell your friends our good friend Andrea Says, Tony Bruno, show happy National Radio Day. I used to, used to walk on my lunch hour listening to you and Harry Mays laughing my ass off. People used to look at me like I was crazy. After you left, I gave up on sports radio. No need to give up. Don't ever give up. Andrea, just tune into Twitch. Make the switch to Twitch. You could take it to work with you. You could put it in your butt. You can wear it in your Walkman. You can wear it in your, uh, your phone. Nobody yes, uses Walkman anymore. If you're
4: listening to it on another platform other than Twitch, <laughs> We love you. We are happy that you're listening there. But to help us out, to help grow the show and how we are able to keep track of it Mm -hmm. for our sponsors so that we can get more sponsors and to help us earn money since we're not charging you guys, um, just if you could at least just follow us. We're like NPR and watch watch on Twitch. Except without
1: the boring announcers who beg for your money every 15 seconds while you're watching a show that you really like. And then, boom, they cut in and then spend 15 minutes saying, "We'll get back to the program in just a moment. But first, how would you like this tote bag for $5,000 a month? We don't do that. Now, you can send us $5,000 a month if you'd like. But right now.
4: <laughs> Did you see that? No, what was that? My face. It was face. like a green monster.
1: I was the green monster? Yeah, you were a
4: big green monster. Well, the Phillies
1: are in Boston tonight and they'll see the monster. In our baseball. For those talk of you today, who see
4: the, the monsters every now and then, or, or other faces, uh, that is the face mask option. That if you do decide to subscribe, mm-hmm. either through Twitch Prime, which is free, or the 4.99 option uh, to subscribe on Twitch.
1: 4.99 a month, or free if you have
4: Twitch uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon
1: Prime. Who doesn't have Amazon Prime? So not only do you get this quality programming.
4: You can get it for free yes so we're not asking you you don't have to subscribe but when you subscribe you do get extras when you get when
1: you subscribe you will help this uh, and it does help us less fortunate former married man. Be able to make it through his uh, final to
4: help final his fifteen alamone.
1: divorce payments. No,
4: and and it does help us because you know <laughs> we're growing this. This is a roots thing. Exactly. This is all because of you. This guys. is real
1: grassroots.
4: Yes. So um, the only way that we are going to attract sponsors for the show, which is how we will end up getting paid and be able to continue the show, is by getting more and more followers and live viewers on Twitch. So that is where we are able to make our money through. So if you we, we are sending it out to other locations just so that people are aware of it. But the only way to really for us to be able to track it, for us to for for you so for you to support the show is through Twitch. Oh, is that another sub- subscriber or is that No, you? that
1: is what we're asking you right now. Oh oh oh. This is grassroots oh. <laughs> back in the day. One of my favorite songs, called "Temptation Eyes," baby, hit it, boys.
4: Well, AJ Marcos, when we subscribe, will we keep public television going? <laughs> no, but you will keep us going.
1: Stop <laughs> so. public television. We already we already help them with our tax. Yeah, really. And they've got major they have major corporations. And by the way, I love public television, so I'm I'm joking. Yes. Do you want to send them money? But remember this: this is one of the underrated.
4: I know, I like this. Temptation,
1: grassroots songs. Temptation, eyes. Midnight confessions. Now,
4: Con Cannon just subscribed at tier one. We thank you very, very much. Not Jack
1: Con Cannon, the former Eagle quarterback.
4: I don't know. It could be. I have no idea. So anyway, uh, (laughs) we thank everybody who is following, and and like I said, just go over to it's it's a free it's a free app that you can download on your phone. You can watch it on your computer. Tablet wherever in your
1: car. I mean, you could just cast it to your TV.
4: And you can also do audio only. So that's another thing that's really cool with Twitch. That if you are um, in your car, we do not suggest watching the video, um, nor do we recommend it. Bad, bad.
1: No, just listen in your car. Listen on your as you're working out. Listen on your lunch hour. You can hear it on your computer, on your phone, on your tablet, in your car, in your tent. Wherever you are, you cannot avoid this show. No matter where you are in the world, the entire universe, even in Greenland right now, I understand. We're getting heavy subscription calls now that the absolutely uh, now that that big glacier has uh, melted away. They can have more, yeah, they have more property way. to build another Trump Tower down there. I heard.
4: <laughs> <laughs> bad Tony, bad, bad, bad. Oh,
1: you know. It's- Concannon is from the Concannon Winery in Livermore, California. Oh,
4: that is beautiful.
1: Beautiful. I
4: don't think I've ever tried one of their wines before. <laughs> we'll have to do that sometime soon, Kincanon.
1: Well, now that we are we now, we, we are... just found out that now California wineries are now legally allowed to send wine to Pennsylvania again. They
4: each one has to get its own oh, okay. permit.
1: I don't know. That's the laws what... change every day. Yes. We need more... We need me tougher. We need actually laxer. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wine shipment One of the action. cats
4: just uh, went to the bathroom. It was
1: stinking and... Sir Lawrence, Ugh. and he is a stinking cat. He
4: is a stinking. I'm going to have to clean that up in He a was crying. We've got to clean
1: up a lot on this show, Robin. It's so
4: funny. Our cats, They. I don't know if anybody else has cats out that They let you know. They're like, hey, hey, everybody, meow. I'm going to the bathroom. Pay attention to me.
1: Bob from Valley Forge said, this is a great song. I met a girl with temptation eyes. Her husband's eyes had the look of "I'm going to kick your ass for walking <laughs> or for talking to my wife." It happens a lot. Yeah, you know, yes. what, you know what happens. As we say, the motto of the show is
3: "Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit."
1: Exactly. Concannon, home of the best Petite Syrah, Correct? Correct? I haven't. Oh. I haven't had the Concannon Petite Syrah. No. <clears throat> but I'm okay. willing to try, as you know.
4: And as you know, we do the Red Wine Fridays, so exactly. we uh, we are we we accept wine contributions and we will try them on the show very happily (laughs) Brenda
1: Marie says my 87 year old dad likes the show but only can hear it when I visit no smartphone he laughs when I put it on for him and that's what we're here for for the most part yes we're not changing the world we don't have messages our messages have fun and enjoy life every day
4: that's the message here and we can pretty much guarantee hilarity and hijinks every single day exactly one one form or another
1: (laughs) there's occasional outrage but we're not constantly that in a... Then we usually
4: keep that before the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're oucher. not constantly in a state of outrage. Everything is an outrageous. It's
4: an outrage.
1: When there's an outrage that needs to be dealt with, we usually avoid it. When there's outrages that just bother me, then I get outraged. For the most part, I don't get outraged about a lot of things, EKT
4: 87.5. <laughs> this show isn't hashtag woken. A woke, oh, woke AF. There we go. woke AF. It is woke AF. It is. No, then it's, I, then I get it's just tired. AF. It's not woke. It's just AF. <laughs> <laughs> we just cut out the woke part I at all. You.
1: Exactly. Meanwhile, we got all kinds of stuff. We're going to do the uh, Stump Jose. We're going to do that, what, at 2.30 Eastern Too
4: 30. time?
1: 2.30. So, in about a, now, a little over an hour from now. So, I want you to put on your thinking caps. Robin, now, once again... Will repeat the rules yes. okay. that she has established, so that there will be no switching in the back, no oh. one will complain saying, "Oh, we have this rigged, we don't rig any of our no. contests
4: so this is how come the the this is why it's going this way so that nobody can say that it's rigged. We are not going to accept
1: we will rig the election in 2020 though, and we can do it just with this yes. show, but
4: we yeah. are not going to accept. Uh, submissions ahead of time. These are going to be live phone calls, and everybody, including ourselves and Jose, will be hearing the question for the first time live on the air. And the question has to be sports-related.
1: Yes, we're not going to talk about yeah, planes, you can't, trains, and, automobiles. And you, can't,
4: you can't, like, go, like, fringe... You can do fringe sports, but you can't do... Like, like but
1: 1942 has, Yankee stuff. But it has to be... Well, he but, probably would know that, yeah, too. Yeah, he again.
4: would know <laughs> that. But it, but it can't be, like, lacrosse or stuff. It has to be MLB... Uh, let's
1: keep it to the major sports. Yeah, the major
4: four sports. So it has to be hockey. And
1: NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL. Right. And maybe, I don't know if he's a big EPL guy or PPL guy. I don't
4: think so. I think we should just keep it... I mean, let's if he, keep it mainstream. Let's just keep it the the four sports and um and then... You guys can take it from there. Try to get it. Try to stump him. Try to make him hard because Jose, pretty. I'm. I'm my money's on Jose. Absolutely. And you need to know the answer. You need to have. Let me know where, the, where I can confirm the correct answer once you get there because there's no guarantee that Tony and I will know the answer. Well, I,
1: I will probably know the answer, you but might. That's, you know, I'm a I'll... professional. You think anybody can do Come this on. kind of show?
4: Jose could stump you too. Do you
1: realize that there are no other podcasts? Or live stream shows out there besides this, Robin? Do you realize that anybody else who does a show now and listens to this show says, why am I even bothering? Why am I even bothering to try to do something when Tony Bruno is on twitch.tv, Bruno Nation exactly. Live? Now, my- why even attempt attempt this?
4: Michael in Tennessee is asking, what about NASCAR? I can throw him some uh, Kale and Dale. Cale
1: and Dale? I, I, I guarantee you.
4: Do you think he has I think knowledge? he's a motorhead. Really? No, not
1: the group motorhead we'll play a block of that later on. We'll have
4: to ask him. I'm not sure. But let's for right now, And yes, Luigi will
1: be here tonight with Funk yeah. and Fantasy. <clears throat> he's got funk too because he's got he runs in the wet in the weather and you get that swamp okay, crotch to, that you, we were talking. Let's now, get back to the rules. Um, yeah, we got to clean it up. I have to clean that in up. In fact, right now on our Twitch stream where everybody can participate in real time.
4: It's not smellovision, thank God. No,
1: it isn't. <laughs> Bruno's storage unit checking in says, "Damn, sir Lawrence." I can smell that shit over here at the storage unit. And you know what we say. But the one thing is, though, when you make shit, chances are it never is good. No. Especially if it's in a litter box or outside on a sidewalk in front of somebody's house or business in Los Angeles, San Francisco, or any city around this great nation.
4: Uh, AJ Marcos, PBA, Philippine Basketball Association? No. No, we can't go Filipino. Although I... We love the PBA, baby. I do love the Filipino nation, man.
1: And speaking of PBA, he probably has great bowling knowledge, too. You think? Don Carter. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But anyway,
4: so you call in. It has to be a call-in. It's not... (laughs) Not over uh, the Twitch chat room. It has to be called. Yes, in. it's not
1: Twitch in a question to Jose. Yeah.
4: No, it, you have to ask it in person. We will do a three way with Jose. Three way? Yes. Two chicks at the same time. And yes. um, then you will ask the question, and he will either give the answer immediately. And and, and he if, doesn't,
1: by the way, he doesn't Google, he doesn't go no. to a phone. He's not like that guy at your local uh, trivia night or what do they call it? Quizzo where they're sitting in the room while everybody else is trying to figure it out and he's underneath the table looking for the answer? No. None of that shit. Jose does not need Google. Jose is Google.
4: Exactly. Jose is better
1: than Google because he's not collecting your personal information Mm -hmm. and selling it to third-party vendors who then call you every day on your phone and bug you with spam emails every 10 seconds. And you
4: will pretty much notice that because he will answer so fast, there's no way he would have been able to Google it. And um, exactly. so John, it gives John, you, John 1984
1: so says, how do we know Go? Jose isn't Googling? Because he, he knows the answers
4: instantaneously. Yeah. It's like amazing. So here's the deal. If Jose gets it correct, then he moves on to the next right Does he go to
1: the showcase show? Now, there will be no Plinko sticks. No. We're not going to do uh, Family Feud where we say... All right, what's the best answer on the board? What if you and then No, No, we're not doing any of that stupid. And then everybody screams good answer, good answer. He gets either right or wrong. When it's a shit answer. That's the one thing that bothers me about Family Feud. All these people, the families on there. Uh Uh-huh. You know, there's one of the family members gives a really stupid answer. And then it's obligatory that everybody screams good answer. You ever notice that? There's an obligatory everybody in the family knowing that Uncle Joe just gave the worst stupid-ass answer ever. And then
4: they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And they
1: jump up and down.
4: I want one of these times I want the rest of the family to go, no, what the hell were you thinking? stupid son of a
1: bitch. You're going to cost us a $200 grand prize.
4: Joe, Uncle Joe, what the (laughs) hell, man? You
1: dirty, rotten bastard. I knew I should have took that bum off the street to pretend he was our Uncle Joe.
4: So, back to the rules. So, if he gets it right, he moves on. If you no, Jose he, always moves on. If no, he,
1: he can would. get eliminated in one day. Not
4: eliminated, but he'll go back to zero.
1: So then, how long does this contest work, Robin? So I t- need to know. I need answers. Well,
4: well, we'll we'll redo it again. But if Jose gets ten. Questions now. Not all ten questions are going to happen. Is this today. going to go We're into the Jewish gonna... holiday so we can have you the would nine let me... questions? No. If you would let me finish, okay, I'm, I'm asking questions, during the questions,
1: because I'm asking the things that people are asking, Robin. Why don't you wait? Okay. Wait,
4: wait to answer your question <laughs> until after I'm done explaining. <laughs> so Jose needs to have ten questions ten for him questions. to win his prize. Now, his not prize... in one
1: day. No, no. How no. many questions will we take on two. each show? So two questions per show. Per show every Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Correct. And then, so if he nails two, then he's got eight more to go Correct. before he is declared the grand prize, and we will select it especially for him, like they did on the Newlywed game when we knew at the last second who won, and then they would announce, "And hey, this is the grand get, prize, right. is picked out especially, especially for, for you. you."
4: So we will have a special <laughs> prize just for Jose um, picked out. Now, if you stump him, Jose gets so even if he's like at eight, if he's gotten eight in a row right and you stump him, he goes back to zero.
2: Oh, wow. You're really putting oh, the onus
4: on Jose here. I went through this with Jose, and he likes it. Is Is he this. okay with this? He's totally okay with it. So if you stump him, then you will win a small prize. It's just a... It's this a isn't like
1: the when you go to the carnival, and you get three for a dollar tosses, uh-huh. and then you win it, and then they give you like a little squirty toy. And they say, "Oh no, no! You got to win like five, five in a row row to get the big, gigantic animal that you can't fit in your car, and you'll walk around the stupid park all day carrying and looking like a schmuck." That's (laughs) 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 so. Do we do we know what these prizes are, Robin? Yes, we do. (laughs) There's no cash there's, involved though, right? Just
4: trust me, Tony, there's
1: <laughs> There's no cash prizes though, right? The, the, that would be considered an illegal lottery. But I I And I'm, then Governor Wolf and Jim Kenny have, would rate our some home. prizes.
4: We do have some prizes that we can give away right away and we're working on getting more. No, but what's in the box? If you'd like
1: to sponsor the prize and be part of the yes. Taco Tuesday Stump Jose on Taco Tuesday, we could put together a very lively, a very lovely prize package. If we can have people's businesses out there uh-huh. who want to be contributors. Yes. And then that because that's what a lot of these game shows do. You know, when, when they give away a brand new car, they ain't paying for that car. Exactly. Like Ford or whoever donates the car for the promotional consideration, Correct. as they say. Correct. So if you have something for promotional consideration that you'd like to contribute to make this prize package and maybe among the greatest prize send packages.
4: It down. Or contact Robin
1: first. Contact Robin. At uh, Miss Robin Austin at gmail.com. dot com. If you're a, if you're a business now, if you're a lawyer that wants to try to get a mesothelioma case, we're not going to accept that prize. Hopefully, most of our listeners never worked in a coal mine or did the asbestos removal in homes. We're talking about you know cool stuff. Yeah, gadgets, accoutrement, gizmos, gizmos, whatever you want.
4: Kop Joe, I'll take that Steve Carlton ball. No, no, that's not available. I'm sorry. No, that one was. Far. Although, if
1: like there's like a, a memorabilia T-shirt store, a, a company that is, sells T-shirts or that stuff, not the crappy ones that people put out, people who have podcasts sell every day, and not that there's anything wrong with that, by the way. So yeah. anyway, that's coming up at 2:30. So put on your thinking caps. <clears throat> put and on that's... your stinking thinking yes. caps, and we'll do that coming up. You got that? Got it beautiful so anyway let's get back to the business
4: okay you you talk while i go clean the cap
1: go clean the poop by the way as i mentioned earlier right before the show something really came on the on the twitter feed and i was jumping around like oprah winfrey's audience when they realized that there's something taped under her chair not oprah's chair ain't never anything under there except uh, gail king every once in a while i heard but hey hey not that there's anything wrong with that we know it's not. Uh, what was the? What's Stedman? I don't think he's been under that chair in decades, if ever. But then again, that's just an observation. So today, I was succ- I, I wasn't no, this succ-
0: excited. <laughs>
1: I'm not doing it right now. Thank you, Dean. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Luigi says he will donate his Gabe Kapler signed baseball to put that in the prize pot. He had lunch with Gabe Kapler, got a signed baseball back before he realized that that Gabe Kapler baseball someday would be one of the answer to the question is, who the hell was that guy? When your grandchildren see the baseball on your mantle, your great-grandkids look when they come over when you're old and gray, and they say, gee, grandpop, you got a nice baseball collection up there. Who's that uh Gabe Kaplan guy, was he the guy in uh, Welcome Back Hot <clears throat> Anyway. <laughs> Did you get the poop out, Robin? Was it a Sir Lawrence poop or was it a uh, uh,
4: Does it riddle matter? poop? No, it was a Sir Lawrence.
1: Yeah, because he's a crybaby. Yeah. Sir Lawrence is like a kid. He comes down, he cries. If he wants to climb up on the bed, you've got to put a little chair there. Because this is a cat that's three years old that can't jump onto... Cats can jump like three-story buildings. This cat can't even jump on top of a table. I know. What the hell's the matter with this cat? I don't know. He is the least cat-like cat I've ever seen. Meanwhile, his mom and dad have amazing cat-like reflexes. He he whine, he even whines when he has to poop. It's not like you're changing his I diaper. I well, they all
4: do that. But well, both Riddle and Sir Lawrence. They, they no, Riddle's
1: you know. proud. Riddle announces he's going to go take a dump. He just says, you know, he just lets you know. Sir Lawrence comes down here, and he's like, yeah. he has the same little whiny meow all the time. Like, when we're in bed, Robin has to put a little step stool at the bottom of the bed so this cat can climb up, but he whines about it first. Yeah. He lets you know. And, by the way, we didn't have the thing a couple of days because uh-huh. we were cleaning it. I had to pick and, him up. And he had to be picked up to put on a bed. I know. Are you? This is the classic millennial cat. If there was ever a... A millennial age for cats, Sir Lawrence is the quintessential millennial it, it, cow. It
4: is, he is pretty pathetic.
1: <laughs> Luigi Curran so says lovey. he said he wouldn't ruin it by signing it. Unfortunately, yes, he did, Luigi. He did ruin it. <sighs> anyway, let's get back to the business. So as I mentioned before the show, because we got a lot of updates to get to. we got the Jose contest coming up in about an hour from right now. We have a DMX update, a Florida Man update. A Rear of the Year update. I'm really looking forward to this one. And uh, Madonna. All kinds of good stuff. Plus, I will rip Energy Star today on the show. Energy Star is not one of those uh, TV competition. Uh, Robin watches all that show. The Voice Star. The, uh, the Next Network Star. This Star. That Star. Energy Star. I will destroy them today.
4: Now, when I was cleaning up the litter box, did, mm-hmm. did I hear you say something about just before the show how excited you were? Yes.
1: Uh, yes it is Robin the last time I was this excited was when I found out the John Wick 3 movie was coming out remember and then today out of nowhere I hear this actually I see the story and I click the link and this is what was playing ladies and gentlemen I don't know about you I can only speak for me.
4: Can we just do it again? Just yes, just, keep, like, it just, just keep it playing on a constant loop.
1: There is no greater theme music for any movie ever, ever. And I don't give me your Star Wars. Don't give me your TV show theme songs. I'm talking about movie themes that have held up for generations. The Bond theme. And I thought he was done. Daniel Craig. I thought he was done, but apparently not, Robin. There's no trailer yet. <clears throat> but April 2020, Bond will do his 25th, not Daniel Craig's 25th, but it will be the 25th movie in the Bond series. It's exciting. It really is. And guess what the name of the movie is, Robin?
4: I don't have to guess because I just showed it.
1: No Time to Die.
4: There is no time. I have no time to die either. I don't
1: want to be a spoiler here, but he dies in the movie. You know why I know he dies? Because
4: he's not going on. Because he says no
1: time to die, which means he's going to die.
4: But there's been die in the No, he's going to die. You know why? Because they
1: already know there's going to be a new 007, the chick that was in the the, the movie. She's not going to be James Bond. She's going to be 007. So for there to be a new 007, see how I put this together? For there to be a new 007 who's going to be female, uh, I don't remember her name, the African-American woman that was yeah. in uh, that stupid uh, Captain Marvel movie, right. who's really good, and, and people were complaining about her being the Bond, st- uh, being she's not going to be James Bond. 007 is just... But I don't know how you can have another 007. I thought when 007 died, somebody else with a different 00 but then, number yeah, but then comes become in.
4: 008. 008?
1: Don't they retire 007? We retire athletes who haven't really played that long, okay, and we're this, not going to retire 007. This is
4: kind of way the the, the, the how I figure it. There's there, it's like jersey numbers. Sometimes, exactly, but somebody—if it's—if the—if the numbers retired, that's one thing because they were fantastic. But maybe James were, Bond was the greatest. Uh, I know they should retire. Five the number, all time. how
1: do you not retire? Double O Seven. I agree, but there's other Double Os. There's Double O. There's Double O Eight.
4: But this is the way I kind of figure. There's Double it, O that, Double Eleven. That they maybe have like fifty Double O uh, spies, and then. And then sometimes you know they go away, and then that slot is filled by somebody else. But exactly. I agree.
1: That's my point. Listen, I don't. I don't have a problem with a woman being 007. Here's my. I said this to you when I heard that story. If she, as long as she continues the bond tradition of sleeping with every dude that she meet, meets, getting drunk on martinis, being a <clears throat> being a loose woman, loose with the morals a big degenerate gambler who always goes in and orders her martini
3: shaken shaken, and not stirred,
1: stirred. as long as she's involved in excessive gunplay, foul play, goes underwater, does all the incredible stunts, I'm in. If the 007 who's going to replace Daniel Craig, who will be in his last Bond movie, which he's been saying for the last three Bond movies that it was his last Bond movie, the final Bond movie should be Gold Bond. God. And then he gets some medicated powder. Shaq comes in at the end. Shaq's the villain. See, I'm, I'm already now thinking uh-huh, of another. Uh-huh. Gold Bond. And then Shaq, of course, who's the proprietor or the promoter Spoke of Gold sure. Bond medicated powder. Uh-huh. He comes in at the end. Bond appears to be dead, but he's on this really hot and steamy tropical island. Picture this. Bond, you're thinking he's dead. And then Shaq appears out of nowhere. no plane. No, maybe he has a maybe he has one of those jet packs. Shaq comes in on a jet pack and then lands on this deserted island. As James Bond appears to be mortally wounded, and then Shaq comes in and says, "Bond, Gold Bond." He picks up the double oh seven uh-huh. and he takes him away on the jet pack, and then he goes and does another remake of Shazam, and all the other great Shaq hits from way back in the day.
4: Uh, okay. All right, Tony Bruno.
1: By the way, this is just, an, this is like, you know how we have a storyboard and you start putting ideas down? This isn't a finished script, Robin.
4: Okay. This is, AJ in San Antonio says he's got the lowdown. James Bond retired after the last movie. He retires after this every movie. gal takes his place temporarily during the next movie, but then he comes back. So then he's... Then how does she
1: become, we were told that she's going to be the new 007? Pay attention. Okay. Pay attention. Okay, I'm trying.
4: I'm he so retired. broke I can't
1: I'm so broke I can't even pay attention, Robin.
4: Pay attention. Yes. So he retired after the last movie, right? Yep. So the 007 slot was open. So she becomes 007, but then he comes back and takes his 007 slot back and then she becomes something else. And
1: then there'll be all kinds of protests that that's racist that Bond retires and then he comes back and, and denies a an African American woman the opportunity to take over for him. Unless that's she, racism.
4: Unless she becomes uh Agent 69.
1: <laughs> There's only one of those, Robin. Am I not? Am I wrong here? If if she comes in, and he says I'm going to retire, which he did, and then she's the new 007, and then he says, "Oh, oh, oh, hold on there, wait a minute, Mister Postman, you ain't getting no 007, bitch. I'm James Bond. I'm John 007. You get your ass out of here right now."
4: And I be- I agree, <laughs> Philly Europe. Can they just book Idris Elba? He would make such a fantastic bond (laughs) if they want to go something different. So I think I agree. Am I right
1: here? In this day and age of everything's racist, how can you have a black woman come into the next movie to replace 007 and then this slimy Brit fraud takes it back? back? That's racism. I was was going to retire. That's the absolute textbook no, Definition just, of racism. Wouldn't
4: that just be misogyny?
1: No, it'd be racism.
4: And misogyny? Somebody
1: replaces you and then you have the power to have them removed from their job because you're a misogynist. You're James Bond. You bang women. You have drinks. You go to casinos. You dress in tuxedos. You hit everything that moves. You're banging women within minutes of meeting them. You don't even have to swipe right when you're James Bond. James Bond does this. I don't
4: care. I don't care. He does
1: one of these. He doesn't even swipe right. He just puts his finger in the air like he doesn't care.
4: Just,
2: just shh.
1: Shh, shh Tony, Come shh. on. Bond. Fredo Bond.
4: God, that's great music.
1: It is. It's the great.
4: I could come at
1: me with a movie theme that is better than the Bond theme. Nothing. Just sends chills. And I've seen all twenty-five Bond movies. Have you? Absolutely.
4: I think multiple times.
1: I've seen every single one of them. And when I sit in the theater and that theme comes on at the beginning, I literally wet myself.
4: Do you get chills? No, I. I, You wet yourself?
1: I get just a little bit. I don't get the full. uh, I get that little uh, secretion going. Ah. You know, just the fluid, the little the the initial.
4: (laughs) As we used to say, do you cream yourself?
1: (laughs) No, not complete cream. I'm not like the guy that was working that exercise machine in the video yesterday yes, yeah. at Planet Fitness. I get little I get I get stirring
4: I get to the little, for T M I.
1: I get a little stirring in my loins. Again, not full orgasmic, just a little just bit. A little, just little, a little tip for little, just a second.
4: <laughs> just a little pre. Give me pre, one pre, more. Just, give, a, just one more again. Give me one more.
1: <laughs> Listen to that. I even saw the, the Lazenby one. So if you look up Bond today and you're saying Bond returns in No Time to Die, that's what you get because there's no trailer yet. Right. He's got another movie that he's plugging, which is a Who It. I saw the previews of that. D-
4: yeah, the, it's called uh, Knives, Knives, Knives Out, Knives, Knives Out.
1: Out, a holiday movie. Nothing better. At least they're getting away from Endless gunfire and going to knives out now. Much safer to have a knife than it have. And you notice we were watching the trailer show last night. Every single movie, even the kiddie movies, have automatic weapons, machine guns. And we're worried about, and again, I'm not saying movies uh, make people get violent. Maybe Hollywood should get away from every single person who's not a military member having weapons of mass destruction, war weapons. Listen, I love shoot 'em ups on TV. Unfortunately, there's too many. Every single movie has machine guns, bazookas, even love stories now. You can't even have a chick flick without people being blown away. It's an outrage. There's my gun control uh, commentary for the day, ladies and gentlemen. Printed copies are available at the Merkel Press if you're old enough to remember that. Remember that on Meet the Press and those shows before we had these, before we had the mm-hmm. internet. Transcriptions of today's show are available by sending a self-addressed stamped envelope to Merkel Press.
4: Now we have somebody checking in C 111 Ambler PA checking in from the
1: hood. 902 what is it 19002 baby shout out to the 002 not 007 that's the wrong zip code. 002 is one of those confusing zip codes 19002 Robin because if you send something, when I first moved up there, uh-huh. Lower Gwened, which is right next to Ambler, right. didn't have its own zip. Because they didn't have a. The, the, so anything you sent there mm-hmm. would go to the Ambler post office because Ambler was the original 002. It's like phone numbers, you know, different area okay. codes. And it was a pain in the ass because they would never deliver the mail to my house when I first moved in there. It's, oh, that's, that's not the right. So then they did the dash, the hyphen emails, the, the hyphen uh, area zip codes. One nine oh oh two dash whatever. Whatever. You know they do that a lot now. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it is. It's hard enough to remember your own zip code. Do you remember the dash part on the end? Do you remember that? No. Not Stacy Dash. I remember her. She's hot. Anyway, let's uh Don't go one nine oh one eight. Yeah, instead of having area codes, people should send us their zip codes. One, one nine one nine zero one eight, baby Delco. Delco. Clifton Heights. Belly of the
4: Beast. Now Burton Gus has good food in one nine double o two. Killer restaurants and brew pubs. Bruno Nation live from the Tannery Run.
1: Uh, listen, I lived I lived up there for fifteen years. That's when I that was my suburban stretch. It's back when I had the white picket fence, the three kids, the cats and dogs living together. The long driveway. And the duck,
4: don't forget the, the duck. The duck,
1: the ponds, the snowblower, all the accoutrements. I had the ride on 360 degree tractor to cut my own grass. I had the square foot gardens in the back to grow vegetables and fruits and live off the land. I had sustainable energy. I had my own snowblower that I crafted with my kids oh, in the backyard. Oh, good for I you. I did all these things, Robin, because <laughs> I was oh, a man. Oh, good for you. I don't remember the gang signs, though, there for the 19002.
4: Oh, we have yeah. a new follower, T-pum 01. T-pum. T PUM01.
1: T PUM. Not T PAIN.
4: T PUM. P U M. T
1: PUM01. Beautiful. T-pum. Thank you, T. Welcome from one T to another. We're going to tee you up.
4: And uh, we already want to thank in advance, but you will get thanked on the credits at the end of the show. Yeah, you'll be in the closing credits. Yes, all of the people that are cheering us on with bits—that is another way. It's like buying us a drink. Uh, so if you're, if we're, as if we were sitting at a bar, and hopefully you are at a bar somewhere. Um, and if you are tell them that they need to stream the show up on one of their TVs but uh, it would be like buying us a drink we're sitting at the bar and you're like hey Tony what can I get you
1: and that's
4: think of that when you're when we can do the
1: bar let let, let me have another round here for the table
4: yep Galamad for the table Galamad
1: and another round for the table
4: and that's how that's how those bits work and we thank you guys so much that's another way of showing support for the show
1: still ahead I will rip energy star on the show not Bart Starr, the late great quarterback of the Green Bay Packers.
4: Uh-huh, Not uh-huh.
1: Sally Starr, the former TV kitty show host here in Philadelphia. Not Ken Starr, the Watergate prosecutor. Not Ringo Starr. That's pretty good star knowledge right there, right? Yeah, Robert. that was, a, that was a Not Star good... Jones, of course. You remember her? Star Jones? Yes, I remember her. Exactly. That's good star knowledge right there. Sally Starr did have a great rack. Why do you think I watched her as a young man impressionable in the. In the formative years, in the afternoon when I would come home from elementary school and your gal Sal was on TV, packing major, not just a six-pack, not just a double uh, revolvers that she had holstered up real nice. Mm-hmm. She had the fringe on the front of the cowgirl suit, the cowboy hat, Sally Star, Robin. Yeah. Look up Sally Starr. You talk about I, I, influential women oh, for the yeah. youths of the Atlantic Star, of course, and Brenda Star. Love Atlantic star though you know Atlantic star Robin? if you say no, you know what's gonna happen right Shit. You, you know what's gonna happen to you, Shit. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we here we are almost an hour into the show, and I say this damn, could be close to a new I, this is close to a <laughs> close to a new I
4: almost r- made it <laughs> damn
1: I gotta give it to you Robin. I got to oh, give fine. you one of these, yo. This is this is, uh, this is one of my favorites. I mean, they had so many great songs at Lightning Star. But you know this one, Robin. Yes. Crank this baby up. Yeah. See? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is panty-dropping music. Except there were men and women in the group. They're so good. We are,
3: the Damn. Taking this crazy
2: to be we both know that we not be Oh baby. I
1: mean what the hell is this song? This is a great jam. No soul. A man from Detroit with no soul, the home of Motown? No smooth R&B knowledge? Come on.
4: Did John Tesh take over, says Gladney, North Carolina?
3: Secret Secret love.
1: It's the quiet storm, the smooth sounds. Tony B. in the afternoon, baby. Just
4: There's nothing better than a secret lover, though. It's so exciting.
1: Just saw another log on the air conditioner. crack that baby down to like 65.
4: Tony and I were secret lovers for a little while.
1: Damn right. <laughs>
4: That's exciting.
1: The Rebel Man 9311, he knows. He gets it. He gets it.
4: Jane San Antonio you would be nice Tony and I are reminiscing of when our when our love used to be secret
1: plus this is my ladies choice uh, part of the program the slow jams
4: <laughs> Chris of 29 great song made out to this at dance in grade school <laughs> exactly man what's
1: the matter with you people what do you mean you people I'm talking really the crackers out there a lot of crackers don't like this song don't understand it you gotta have some soul all right this is another good one this is another great atlantic star song i'll send this out to all you newlyweds out there still together after three or four months this summer
4: oh, congratulations
1: this is a big wedding song oh i know remember this
4: oh i, I think i've slowed down to this oh, one slow jam uh, to this one too high school God, this brings back memories. This was a sappy uh, wedding oh, song for up. a lot of people. I think this might have even been like, oh, but this was prom. What this year was this? This was prom
1: this? and weddings, Robin.
4: No, this was not wedding for me, but yeah, prom. people
1: play. What do you mean always? When you when you always. dance with somebody at a prom, you're not thinking about being together with them always. Think about banging them in the car when you leave afterwards and you go to some deserted park somewhere and hope your parents don't find that out. That
4: is the difference between a girl at prom and a guy at prom right there? Right there. Shh.
1: This girl. was a wedding song, not a prom no, girls song. Girls at
4: prom are like, oh my gosh, she's gonna be the one. And then guys are like, when am I gonna bang her?
1: By the way, this is still a Delco wedding song at the Millmount Firehouse. (laughs) All right. All right, I got you a little. There's your Atlantic star today.
4: Let's get back. Nobody
1: plays a better variety of music.
4: Nope.
1: From the 60s, 70s, 80s, 80s. and certainly not today.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Let's All get right. back let's, let's get the get show back on the, on the track. Right so yep.
1: Exactly. <laughs> As if Falcon, I thought disco sucked, but this
4: Are you kidding this song? Te- are you serious, man? Don't say anything more about the songs cuz he's just going to play another one. This guy lives in
1: Detroit. You don't think Motown had great smoothed out R&B songs too? You think everything was just up up tempo numbers? You had to have down tempo numbers too. What the hell's the matter with you, Steve? Jeez. Let's get back down to the business, yo.
4: Detroit has great music, but not this shit.
1: You're just... That's why you live in Florida, Dean. That's why you're down there in Hernando County. Where the only good songs <laughs> are country songs about losing your wife, okay. your RV, your trailer, your,
4: your car up on blocks... AJ and San Antonio, the last time I heard this song, my condom broke.
5: Oh. <laughs> oh. Condom.
1: memory. Condom. I was raw dogging back in the days, Robin. Come on. Oh. I had the rhythm method. I had the...
4: Uh, and you have three children. I had children. the trust that I had the pull-out <laughs> method. And you have three children. That... Yeah, but that wasn't.
1: that was when I was married. I have produced no illegitimate children that I know of.
4: That's the, you have to have that caveat at the end, that you Well, know I did.
1: Of. They would have come forward by now, Robin, Not if necessarily. they were out there. They would all be in their 50s right now if I had illegitimate children. You don't think they'd be coming forward now? Um, Most 50-year-olds are like...
4: I believe when I met you, you were a man whore, and <laughs> so they could be... But that was after
1: my marriage days. That's yeah. when I was free at last. Free at last. Good so God almighty. You could
4: have had children that were, you know, that were 10 years old.
1: I would have known it by now, Robin. Trust me. I don't know. It was consensual and it was safe. I always had the safe word in my house. Are you safe? Are you clean? And then I would administer a blood test and have instant lab results.
4: <laughs> you know, on the side, you I, little. I,
1: I had a. I, <laughs> what are the? I had a phlebotomist. What's the person that pulls phlebotomist? blood? Phlebotomist. No, phlebotomist. Isn't that the person that draws blood?
4: It's not phlebitis. Like not not phlebitis,
1: <laughs> which is a, uh, a. Richard Nixon, I think, had phlebitis. It was a Gerald Ford. floord What's the What's the doctor? Right. That, what is the person that, that draws blood?
4: Phlebotomist.
1: <laughs> Phlebotomist, right?
4: Yeah.
1: I had a. Uh, <laughs> you didn't see that room in my house in Venice I Beach, Rabbit. Why, I had a what? I had a secret cave because my house was on a concrete slab because it was earthquake proof. They had the springs under it when they build houses in the eighties. Yeah. And so my house was earthquake-proof right? because they would put springs underneath. Yes. So when an earthquake struck, that's why they have to build mm-hmm. new buildings yeah, you, in California.
4: The parties were hopping in your place. Oh, the,
1: the, the, When my house was rocking, it had nothing to do with a 3.4 daily occurrence mm-hmm. in Santa Monica Bay, baby. All right, let me show you. Come over. Let me show you my... See, Mikey
4: Miss <laughs> hairplug. this is my point. Don't worry. If they heard the show, they won't be coming forward anytime <laughs> soon. See? That's my point.
1: They would have come after me. Trust me, Robin. If I had little Tonys out there, they come after you, and they should because if I did that, I would be responsible. See, I, I'm responsible.
4: Hear, so hear that? Oh, shoot, now they're coming for it. They're like, oh, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna say that. Remember, Tony I had, Ma- I had that painting of you Bill Clinton. Are the I, father. I, I had
1: that painting of Bill Clinton with the dress on in my house way before it became cool. What's the matter with you? All right, let's get back to the business.
4: Back on track, yo. <laughs> come on. We can do this. Oh no!
1: Wait a minute, Robin. You know what we have tomorrow night.
4: One of the sparkles just came off my ass.
1: Is that what you were complaining, oh no, about?
4: Oh no! Yeah. That's
1: off what of what ass?
4: I have sparkles on my ass.
1: Who could see that? You're supposed to put that around your eyes or glasses. You got to. No, it
4: was just a, it was a rhinestone. that's on the. Go ahead. Football more important.
1: In fact, Bill Clinton posed for that portrait in my house in Venice Beach, California. Many a woman has left a blue dress and forgotten it the next day. And then my boy Slick Willie came by one day and said, Hey, Tony B., I heard you're really rocking here in Venice Beach, California with the ladies. Let's get back to the NFL. We will continue with our Bill Clinton in a blue dress. Devil with the blue dress, blue dress on. Speaking of Detroit, Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels. Robin, remember that song? the matter with you last night NFL action the Denver Broncos San Francisco 49ers the good news for the Niners they beat the Broncos 24-15 the bad news for the 49ers Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy G baby a man who is also has a keen eye for the porn gals remember that Robin he dabbled That's what happens when you're a great-looking Italian guy, you're a stud quarterback in the NFL. The porn stars, the Instagram models, they come looking for you. But enough about his past. Unfortunately, his past was last September when he suffered the really bad leg injury, the knee injury. Hasn't played, hasn't practiced. He's been practicing with the 49ers this year out there in uh, Oxnard. And he played a game last night. Barking the signals. His first game since the knee injury last September, and it was not good for Jimmy. Not good at all. One for six, zero yards passing, one interception, a 0.0 quarterback rating, which is still higher than Beto O'Rourke, luckily. His first pass that he attempted last night, Robin, under pressure, knocked down. Jimmy Garoppolo's second attempt picked off his third pass tipped his fourth pass broken up in the secondary his fifth pass from the end zone under pressure was actually caught for no gain in a screen pass to a running back Jimmy Garoppolo Not good, but he said after the game, he only played one series. They got him the hell out of there before he got hurt again. And so to have a 0.0 quarterback rating, that means that even that one completion went for no gain, not row gain. And he doesn't need it because he's got beautiful hair. There is your Thursday night. Actually, it was Monday night. Football action. Exhibition style. I prefer mine, animal style. But meanwhile, speaking of football, all the action doesn't just happen on the field, Robin. Unfortunately, a lot of the action in football these days is happening when players sit down with writers from GQ and SI and do one of those. I'll ask any question you ask. I'll answer any question. Next question, please. We do that. Baker Mayfield back under the microscope today. The Browns quarterback who was the number one pick in Cleveland and led the team to a 7-8-1 record. People are looking for reasons to not like this guy and root against him, like they did with Johnny Football and all these other guys who talked a lot of crap when they played but then didn't live up to the hype when they got to the NFL. Right. So he's sitting down doing an interview for GQ. First mistake. Baker GQ is Gentleman's Quarterly. It's like doing an interview at the White House for Playboy magazine. You know, Playboy magazine has a White House correspondent. Uh, I know. Who the hell reads Playboy, which I don't even think they publish anymore, for any interviews? I just, oh, I just got Playboy for the pictures.
4: No, see, see, this is where they have to have the articles in there so that people can claim that they right. buy it for the articles. I never articles.
1: played that bullshit. I've got Playboy <laughs> strictly for the pictures. So when, when nobody the, read that when, shit except Playboy forum.
4: When your wife or somebody or your mother and they and they, they see the magazine, they're like, "Oh, what are you buying that smut for?" And you're like, "Mom or honey, see these articles," and they have to be able to prove that there are articles in there for them to be able to believe it. So that is why they have articles in there.
1: Now again, I'm not trying to make fun of Jimmy Garoppolo. Bottom line, this guy hasn't played since last year. He goes into a game, Denver's got their first team defense out there. This isn't a, he sucks, he's going to get hurt every time he catches the ball. This is a guy who hasn't played in a year, goes out there, Denver's sending the pass rush, and he had a tar- terrible start. And even after the game, he was asked about it. And he said, hey, you know, there was no, I couldn't get any momentum going. You don't. Play, if you play one series and you get out, and you don't have a chance to go back out there and get into a rhythm. It happens to all quarterbacks. Now, there have been a lot of quarterbacks who play and go in and for a series and they go boom, 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 bing, bang, boom, down the field, score a touchdown and get out. Unfortunately for Jimmy Garoppolo, he had a bad opening series and got the hell out of there. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to in, 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 insinuate that he sucks and when he goes out there in a real game, he's going to do the same thing. I don't know. I'm just giving you the facts from last night. This is a... Facts are truth, story. Facts are the truth, Robin. You understand that? Even though Joe Biden didn't think facts were the truth, facts on this show equal truth. And the truth will set you free, Robin. Not truth or dare. And speaking of truth or dare, Madonna update coming up. We have untouched, unretouched, actual video from her 61st birthday party, Robin. And I know you like the party, we all like the party. By the way, yes, you know what I have to do now, Robin.
4: Yes, I know. Now you're, you immediately thought of it. We like to party.
1: It's a great song, too. I'm going to have to play it right now. So I'll give you the rest of the uh, the story, not about Jimmy Garoppolo, but certainly about the GQ interview, the Benga Boys, not the Benga Boss. Let's crank up a little bit about this, Robin. They just don't write catchy tunes like this anymore, Robin.
4: Oh, no, yeah, that's...
1: We like to party. We, 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 we. The French, I think. We like to party. Hey, wait.
4: Can they even speak? Although it is kind of a happy song.
1: Oh, man, what a jam. (laughs) I can't decide whether this song really sucks or is really, really good. There's no, like, middle ground on this song. That's
4: Falcon 39. What is this, Crappy Music Tuesday? Hey,
1: let's go to Great Adventure. They got a new uh, roller coaster, everybody. Yes, AJ in San Antonio. Another damn song, I won't be able to get out of my head for the rest of the day.
4: (laughs) All right, we've had enough of this one.
1: Robin, who died and made you in charge of the music on this show? Okay,
4: what part of this do you not? I'm the executive producer. You are the host of the show. Robin, listen,
1: we like we like to party. Billy Yurp says, Gabe Kapler dances to this in a mankini after a nice rub down. <laughs> you know what's worse about that than what? that joke? As I could actually en- uh, yeah, envision Gabe Kapler yeah. dancing to that yes. in a mankini yes. after a nice rub down with coconut oil. Yep. And he looks up and he's got that nice tan, good looking man.
4: Listening. Oh, man. Anyway, right. I'll
1: get back to the stupid uh, GQ article, but since we're talking about parties and Madonna... Yes. Let's do this right now. I love Madonna. You know how old Madonna is now, Robin? I do. And it's sports-related, because she was in that great sports movie about baseball, remember? The manager was... Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, there's no crying in baseball. Uh, yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, it is a great movie.
1: What was that called? League uh, of Their Own. League of their a own. League of Their Own. She was in it. Rosie O'Donnell was in it back when she was a woman. It was really interesting. And Madonna's been incredible. I mean, what a career. I remember when she first came out back in the early 80s. You know what her first song was, Robin? What? You don't remember her first song?
4: Like a Virgin? Nope. Uh, What was her first song?
1: This was her first song, Robin.
4: This was her very first song?
1: Yeah, her very first hit. Love this song. Now, of course, you can't go to the borderline because then, you know, they'll be racist. Madonna's from Detroit.
4: I just remember Like a Virgin when it came out. That was the... Yeah,
1: because that was more salacious. This was just a cute Madonna bopping around, dancing around, fun kind of song. bass track in the sun. So Madonna turned 61 yesterday, Robin. 61.
4: 60.
1: I don't know why 61's a big deal. 60's a big deal. I know. But when you're Madonna, you just, you know, you just go out there and let it all hang out, which she has done many, many times.
4: And she did again.
1: So let's go live now. This isn't live. This is plausibly live. It's sort of like the Olympics when it's in another country and they have to show the replay the next day. That's what we're doing now. But let me just hear this one little riff here first, Rob, and then we'll get to the video. This was the happy... Remember the other song she had? Which is one of my favorite, favorite Madonna songs.
4: Uh,
5: She had a lot of
1: happy songs, too.
4: Okay, let's get to the, mu- the video.
1: Crazy For You is a good one, oh, too. that was a
4: good one. That was from a movie, I believe. Of the same name, maybe?
1: No, that's when she went crazy. Okay, and now, yes. ladies and gentlemen, let's go live to the Madonna's 61st birthday soiree. <laughs> Last night. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her banging that thing out. Oh, she wasn't banging anybody. She was just letting <laughs> it loose. <Yeah>, <laughs> if that crotch could talk, Robin... Don't worry, don't worry.
4: Dude.
1: There she is, folks. She can still move for 61 year old broad. You know what I'm saying?
4: That's that's how you party at sixty-one, ladies and gentlemen.
1: That's how you party when you're sixty nine too, if you can still move.
4: No, she does she looks good.
1: Well, if I'm far away, I'm sure. Remember when she was banging like 19-year-old DJ dudes in New York when it was cool, back in the day?
4: Uh, I think <laughs> she spanned the globe. Yes,
1: she did sports stars. She did. She was a really diverse talent she, yeah. as far as her extracurricular activities. And she's very equal
4: opportunity. Yes, she
1: is. No, she's a remarkable talent. And then she was with Sean Penn, which probably led to her really becoming insane in the membrane. You know what I'm saying?
4: Sí, si, sí, si señor.
1: A lot of people hate Madonna. I don't hate Madonna.
4: No, I, I used to love her. I...
1: I like chicks when they go nuts later in life. They become freakier. They're more fun. Just don't talk to them. You don't talk to them, you just sit down, and you have some fun, and then you go to hell home. That's how I work it. Madonna makes Tony look 91? I can still move. You haven't seen me on the club on the dance floor, bitch.
4: I haven't seen you on the dance floor either, bullshit, mister. Bullshit,
1: Robin, that's Bullshit. That is absolute bullshit.
4: I would love to see you on the dance floor more often.
1: It's ridiculous.
4: Just saying.
1: When I get loose, I get loose. I'll play this one for uh, play this one for my boy. Speaking of Detroit. Bunny Kravitz. I mean, no, she's been everywhere, man. Ah! Ah! Right. Hit it. Jump up. Hit it. Play this one for Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein. By the way, the, the, the uh, Velvet Elvis versions of the Bill Clinton in the blue dress and the red shoes will be on sale uh, on Amazon pretty sure. Sure, I'm sure, right? Don't you think people will have copies of that alleged so, painting?
4: FYI, Madonna's first so- song was not
1: Borderline? Listed.
4: It was Everybody in Everybody,
1: yes. that's right. But it wasn't her first hit. Her first no. hit was more borderline.
4: Um, but it was that was released in 1982.
1: Yeah, but it flopped because nobody thought she was just another tart.
4: And then she did Burning Up, Then Holiday. Holiday! Yeah, she
1: was doing all that. Ha- she was all doing that club was Lucky stuff. Star. Not Lucky Star, Borderline.
4: No, Lucky Star was before Borderline. Borderline wasn't until 1984, along with Like a Virgin. Those were both as
1: someone who was working in radio. I'm talking about first actual big monster hits. Borderline was, was Madonna's first number one monster hit song. It was working in radio and it was being played every 10 seconds on Top 40. Then when she became huge, all of those songs became big hits because they couldn't get enough of Madonna.
4: The peak chart positions, FYI, Lucky Star was number four, Borderline was ten, and then Like a Virgin was her first number one.
1: Yeah, because then the whole Madonna wearing bondage gear. Okay. You know more about music than I do right No, Robbie? but I
4: do know more about Madonna.
1: Bullshit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, she is closer to your age. Ah. Ah.
1: Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels, yo.
4: Dean, haven't you figured out that I always have better knowledge than Tony? Or at least when I say I do, I do. I don't always claim to have good knowledge.
1: This is the best version of this song ever recorded, Robin. A lot of people have done this, but Mitch Riders was the best. Pretty good for a couple crackers, a bunch of crackers from uh, Detroit, baby. It's two for two, Music Tuesday, baby. Not Mitch Williams, not C.C. Ryder, Mitch Ryder, everybody.
4: Tony, we are 15 minutes away from Stump Jose on Taco Tuesday. I know. It's
1: it's like a, it's it's like waiting on New Year's Eve for Ryan Seacrest.
4: But the reason I ask and state it that way is there anything that you wanted to finish prior to that happening?
1: Yes, I'm uh, I'm going to let you finish, Robin.
4: <laughs> can we can we get back to the program Let's in? Let's get back to football
1: action, yo, because I got big football news. All right. Regarding uh, Thursday
4: night. Yes. Very big news.
1: As as we are talking about, Robin, can you bring my music up a little bit? Please, thank you. The Eagles play on Thursday night against your Baltimore Ravens. They're doing the joint practices today. It was cool seeing Carson Wentz fire up a, a joint on the sidelines today. You know he's good like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So while the Eagles are getting ready to play the Ravens, yours truly will be Looking live, you know where, Robin? We'll be in Conshohocken again.
4: Conchie. We were there for
1: the NFL Draft Night. We being me, Harry Mays, Aton Shander on 97.3 FM on your radio dial or online on the app. Reunited again, and it feels so good. We'll be on the roof. The roof. The roof won't be on fire, but it will be fire. As we spit major pregame action up there at the Great American Pub in Conchahokan. Right there on Fayette Street. You go right in there and boom! It's right there in the corner. When you come around Conchahokan, you get off the Conchahokan curve. You cut your Slauson. You get off the Slauson exit and then you cut your... No, that's, that's, that's California. You know where it is. Right there. Bam! Downtown Conchi. We'll be there from 5 p.m. until the cows come home having fun, and you know, what, you know what's even the best part of this? Not that you just get to see me in the flesh and touch and feel, rub my head and do all the things that you need to do to feel better about being a human being. But somebody is going to leave there with the greatest ticket package giveaway in sports history.
4: Yes, they are.
1: Tony. It is going to be awesome. Tickets to every home and away game This season for a particular sports franchise in the National Football League. In Conchie, baby. That is going to be great. Great. It's going to be epic. It's going to be awesome. Be slapping backs, kissing babies. And people think I bullshit when I say that. Every time I do a remote and somebody brings a child, a baby, Mm -hmm. what do they do, Robin? They bring the baby up to me. And I'm not even a politician. They bring the baby up to me so that I can kiss the baby. Not on the lips. I only kiss my own kids on the lips. I kiss my little niece on the lips. Because she's family. I'll kiss adult women on the lips. Because I learned that from Richard Dawson. When he could do it every single night on Family Feud. And nobody would complain about the Me Too movement back then. You remember that, Robin? Did those women on... On Family Feud back then, shy away from kissing Richard Dawson. No, they did not. <sighs> Meanwhile, let's get it back to Thursday night. So don't forget Thursday night. We'll do a, an, ex, an a uh, abbreviated show during the daytime here. Have We decided yet on the final plans because we've got to get to King. We got to get to King of Prussia. I mean, Concha by five o'clock from South Philadelphia. Uh, That's talk- going to take us probably an hour.
4: Um, we're talking to Joe after the show.
1: Okay. Well, no, we know what we're doing there on that separate show, which will be on our Twitch channel as well and on the 97.3 app live. It,
4: it, it's con- it's contingent on the other so We can't talk about that yet until after. About, I think we're going to be doing a regular show here. Okay. Before, yeah. So, Is this still
1: a secret at this hour? No,
4: it's just that there's too many details, and I, I don't have uh, answers.
1: Okay. I want answers. I and more it. importantly, Robin, I want winners. Damn right. <sighs> All right, let's get it back to football then, Robin. I wanted to promote the uh, event coming up on Thursday night. Aren't I supposed well, you can, to promote you can
4: it? Pro- you can promote that, absolutely. From Jesus. 5.30 to 7.30.
1: And so back to the GQ article that I was talking about just a little while ago. So he sits down with some GQ writer. Wonder if he had to take his clothes off and then wear like some ill-fitting suit for a posed picture on the front. So he was asked about a lot of things, because when you sit down with GQ, they're not doing a quick five-minute question and answer, they're taping it and then running it on a podcast they're doing an extensive breakdown. But what happens on these uh, conversations that become articles in major publications, Robin, they take out the the juicy morsels. It's like when somebody writes a book where the entire book sucks, but there's like two paragraphs that say something controversial, they'll tell you that's what the book's about, to try to sell you more books. And with GQ, they asked him a couple of things, and now people are outraged at this young man because he was asked a simple question about... Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, for those of you who are not familiar with college football, and let's be honest, most people are not familiar with Duke college football except Brian Baldinger who went there and played football. But Daniel Jones, when we were at the draft that night, I remember, Giant fans were going crazy when the Giants surprised the world and took the quarterback from Duke, Daniel Jones. And they took him pretty high. At like number 10, if I'm not mistaken. So then he was asked about Daniel Jones. And this is a quote from Baker Mayfield in GQ. Some people overthink it. That's where you go wrong. They forget you gotta win. And the point is, Daniel Jones' record at Duke was not very good. The program was not a winning program, but the guy was really a good quarterback. And the reason that I think some of the criticism of Baker Mayfield is justified is that he was asked, and obviously he knows that people in New York are going to make a big deal about this quote, the same people who were criticizing the Daniel Jones pick in New York, every newspaper, every talk show host, every talking head, not just in New York media, but all around the country, saying, what the hell are the Giants doing here? Now, when Baker Baker Mayfield didn't say this guy's going to suck, this guy can't play, all he said is some people over overthink it. And that's what happens on draft day. They overthink. They reach for guys. Does that mean Daniel Jones is going to suck? Is he saying that Daniel Jones sucks because he played at a at a program that's not known to producing big time NFL quarterbacks? No. But that's how it's being played. Again, I'm not blindly defending Baker Mayfield. I'm not going to tell him not to do interviews. The guy's a rising star in the league. He was seven, eight, and one in his first season. And you know, when you're 0-16 the year before that, that's like You know, hitting the lottery for people. So the Browns fans are happy, but now the Giant fans are pissed off. And you want a double whammy for Giant fans? Not only was it Baker Mayfield making comments about the quarterback selection of the Giants, it was Odell Beckham Jr. You remember he played for the Giants? Do you remember him? He also ripped the Giants in a Sports Illustrated article. Claiming that the New York football giants actually had better offers when they were putting him up for trade as trade bait. But he says they traded him to Cleveland hoping to stifle his career. So, what's more toxic telling a writer that the giants who traded you were looking for a trading partner tried to stiff you by sending you to Cleveland? because they wanted to try to screw him over because they didn't like him anymore in New York. Hoping to stifle his career? Now, you may want to believe that. if You have the right to believe that if you want to. And now he's saying that going to a team that's on the rise. A guy like Odell Beckham Jr., who, by the way, a lot of people criticize as well, even though he's an incredible athlete, another diva-type receiver. So it's pick on New York Day for two stars in Cleveland. And, of course, the New York people are the ones who are going to go ape shit now. As I mentioned, the same New York people who are kissing Odell Beckham Jr.'s butt every time he made an unbelievable one-handed catch and then were trashing him as soon as he went to Cleveland, and the same people who are trashing Baker Mayfield as the number one overall pick by the Cleveland Browns and praising... Hit Not praising him. I mean, the guy got a lot of love because, you know what, he played well. He didn't just talk the talk, and he wasn't Johnny Football. He went out there and walked the walk. And, oh, by the way, he played at a pretty big program and did well at Ohio State. So, And I'm not an Ohio State apologist or a fan. Baker Mayfield played in big games at a big program. With all due respect, Duke is not a big program, and it doesn't play major powers. But that doesn't mean that Daniel Jones isn't going to be any good. There have been a lot of college quarterbacks who come from programs that aren't good. And then they go into the NFL and excel because they're NFL-ready players happen to be playing at a football program that is not a quarterback factory or a a program that doesn't churn out. Alabama doesn't churn out NFL quarterbacks. They get a lot of guys drafted. Alabama had better quarterbacks in the 60s and 70s than they've had since then. Hall of Fame legends like Namath and Stabler. So Alabama now, and, and then, of course, Penn State was linebacker, you. So the whole nonsense about core quarterbacks are the most scrutinized position in football. And the player gets taken high in the first round, first ten picks. He's got to produce. We don't even know if Daniel Jones is going to play in his first year. Obviously, Eli is still the guy. But why not look at the guys playing right now? And again, this interview with, with Baker Mayfield wasn't done yesterday. It's probably done last week or during training camp or it be off season. So now Daniel Jones is playing a little bit for the Giants in preseason. And he's looking pretty good. And so that's the problem. It's not really a problem. That's the world of a public opinion. You don't have to know anything about sports, and even if you do, you could you pretend that you know more than anybody else because you've covered the game or watched the games. So now everybody's going to be rooting against Baker Mayfield. You watch it. The Giants fans who are booing Daniel Jones' selection will now be booing Baker Mayfield because he had the audacity to say, quote, some people overthink it. That's where you go wrong. That's when you go wrong. They haven't gone wrong. Maybe they will go wrong. Maybe Daniel Jones won't be a star player. Maybe he will. But to take that quote and turn it into, That douchebag Baker Mayfield trashing the New York Giants and the quarterback that they were trashing a couple of months ago, what an asshole. Is Odell Beckham Jr. an asshole now too? Because he's accusing the Giants organization of looking for the worst possible place to trade him, to spite him? Don't you, as an organization, don't you try to find the best deal? You You think teams are trying to find ways to screw a guy over who was their most popular player for a couple of years, so that they can screw him over and take a substandard deal? It's ridiculous. (sighs) I know the Eagles have quarterback issues. They addressed it. They got a quarterback who's, who's a pretty damn good quarterback. Everybody's worried about the backup quarterback now. Does everybody know who the backup quarterback is on most teams? They don't. You know why they know who the backup quarterback is here in Philly? Because the backup quarterback who got to play for the hurt quarterback went on and win a Super Bowl. That same backup quarterback that many fans here thought, what are they doing bringing him back, guy? That's how the court of public opinion works. Now all of a sudden, Nick Foles, who proved it on the field, people were mocking him for being the MVP of a Pro Bowl. And then all of a sudden, he's the MVP of the Super Bowl, and he's automatically a Hall of Famer. Well, in this city, he is. Nick Foles will always be remembered as the guy who won a Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles, the first one. Doug Peterson will be remembered as the first coach to ever win a Super Bowl for the Eagles. The problem is, nobody really cares about the backup quarterback until the first-string quarterback gets hurt. But I guarantee you, Except for fantasy geeks and people like that. Nobody knows who the backup quarterback is on 90% of the teams in the NFL. That's a fact. So come on, let's make some noise. As Nick Foles once said at the Pro Bowl.
0: Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old?
1: So there's your football segment. Coming up, we're getting ready for Jose. In fact, we're ready right now. Perfectly timed segment. I had that completely scripted so that it would take me exactly to 2 30. You think I'd just come in here like a slapdick and just fake it on this show every day? This is a well oiled podcast, twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live program, ladies and gentlemen. We go the extra mile for you, our valued listeners. Meanwhile, we're getting ready. So are we going to get Jose on the line first? Or are we going to call... It, so, we get the callers uh, ready, too, Robin? Hey, Jose. So we got Jose. Robin's calling Jose right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we should... Not Jose Feliciano, no. Jose from Norristown, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Call, call back from the other line. So Jose is getting... We're getting him now ready in the green room. We're applying makeup. We're applying all the... Uh, the extreme unction, the the necessary oils, potions, lotions, suppositories necessary.
4: Now he's calling from his other, uh, from the landline because his cell phone was almost dying.
1: Beautiful. Didn't he have it plugged in, realizing the anticipation of this unbelievable segment coming up, Robin? The new game so sensation sweeping the nation, stump Jose on Taco Tuesday. Where were you? I I know like in twenty years from now people will be saying, Where were you on that day? August twentieth, twenty nineteen, the day we had the first ever edition of Stump Jose on Taco Tuesday. What up, Jose? What up? What up, Brunos? What up, Miss Robinson? What up, Twitch Nation? Twitch Nation feeling you, as my friend, the great the great Vic the Brick Jacobs would say on Feeling you. On AM 570 KLIC in Los Angeles. Yep. Are you ready to do this? Now, you know the task at hand, right, Jose? Miss Robin has had extensive uh, conversations with you. She has told I
2: think the- she needs to go over the format again because we were in extensive talks. And um, I think the viewers need to know the rules and the ground rules.
1: Well, Robin has explicitly laid out the ground rules earlier in the program. I yep. will repeat them once again. This, okay. is, this is like what Luigi does, Luigi mm. versus the listeners contest, except we're taking it up to levels never before seen on we radio. Take, we're taking it up to 600 levels now. No, we're not going up to the 600 or the 700 level. There's too many whack jobs up there. 1,000 levels. We're taking it up to 11 when it comes to TV, radio, game show, spectaculars. All
4: right, so we have our first contestant. Now, Jose, just to go over the rules again. You are just going to keep trying to get the correct answers and you will win a good big prize specifically picked for you mm-hmm. once you get 10 in a row correct. We're not going to do all 10 no. today. We, are, we will take a maximum of two questions per Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: So you're going to get two questions from two different callers. Mm-hmm. If they stump you, then you lose a point and they win.
4: Yeah, if you if they you if they stump you, you go back to 0.
1: Correct. Um, I heard, oh yeah, I think we had that discussion about yes. zero.
4: Yes.
2: And if I, win, if I win, I go to 10.
4: Right, if you keep winning, then at You have to win th-
1: 10 cons- not 10 consecutive. You have to win 10 questions mm-hmm. to be the grand prize winner. Yeah,
4: 10 consecutive. You
1: could be knocking out suckers every week. If they stump you, you lose that one particular question because it's <laughs> your. It, this is your contest. Correct. Yep. The listeners are just trying to stump your greatness. So right. if they do stump you...
4: Then they get a small prize. They win
1: a fabulous small prize.
4: Cool.
2: Other than that, while I was waiting for the inaugural contest, I was playing some throwback basketball on the PlayStation today.
1: Oh, uh, man. Now, what year were you busting it out now? What were you
2: talking? We're talking, well, we're going normal. I'm going... The current Phoenix Fund Suns team with Devin Booker versus the all-time Utah Jazz team with the great Stockton and Malone with Pistol Peach and the Mountain Man, Mark Eaton's and Adrian Danley. At uh, the you're, show, you're
1: just showing off now, Jose. <laughs> I know you're, you're taunting the audience, and, and you know what? You deserve it.
4: Wait, I have a question, though, Jose. He's like a peacock that People were asking what. what <laughs> I've told them to stick to the big four sports. How
1: many sports? How many? The big.
4: So so NBA. Robin, you forgot
1: the sound card. I have it, but Robin has me turned down.
4: <laughs> Thank you. The, I so I I didn't think that that I didn't want to uh, burden you with too many different types of sports. So I pretty much basketball cut it down. basketball baseball football and hockey. hockey.
1: No nope. no no cornhole. Even though I am wearing my 2019 Sorry. Uh, cornhole. I don't jacket. I don't play cornhole actions, yo. Yeah. I do on I do with the boards and I do it at home in the privacy of my own home, but okay. that's my own, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Now, the Bruno d- Dome down in the outskirts of South Philadelphia, yo. Yes, two women enter, one leaves. I think that's the rules of the game. That's the Bruno Dome. That's a huge loss, yo.
4: So. <laughs> now we have Yes. Dean in Clearwater, who would like to be the first contestant, and he's on the line right now. And Dean, by the way,
1: just tweeted, uh, just put on the Twitch board, okay, thanks for the NBA heads up. I will not be asking an NBA question now, Jose. No, you were just bragging and showing your NBA knowledge, so now Dean figures he's going to try to throw you a curveball Uh and go off the board, the NBA board, and and try to put you down one early Uh in the match. He's going to put me in the hole early, huh? Exactly right. What up, Jose? <laughs> what
2: up, Dean? Before you ask that question, what's the Dow Jones Industrial down in Wall Street this morning? What
1: do you mean down? Dow Jones. <laughs> you said down. Why are you assuming? Are you rooting for a recession, Jose? No, he, he Jose? said
4: Dow Jones. No,
1: I thought he said, what's the Dow Jones down today? No, I said what the Dow Jones and throw is in Wall Street today. All right, because I got my 40, I got my future riding on the Dow Jones. Yeah,
4: don't, don't well, scare Tony, Tony. actually, Tony. If he said
3: down, he's correct because it is down slightly. Slightly. Yeah. How slightly? Bear, mark, bear market, yo. Um, like seventy, it's like point two nine percent.
1: That sucks. That's more than that's actually a stronger percentage rate than than Elizabeth Warren is Native American at least. So we got that going for us.
3: Uh, yeah, I know. Ho- hopefully, it's going to be less of a stronger than Jose Jose's average when I'm done with
1: him. Now, are you taunting Jose here? Do you understand who this man is, Dean?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I'm going to just throw him a softball. Are you ready, Jose? What's the question,
2: Dean? What sport?
3: All right, Jose. And I don't Isn't want it, everybody it to a pro-
1: Wait a minute before we start. Okay. I want everybody to take this seriously. This is for serious prizes. This is not some bullshit, crappy podcast stream chat. Radio gimmick. This is a legit contest which involves fabulous, fabulous prizes. All Jose right.
3: and I don't play by and I don't play by Tony Robbins rules. By the way.
1: Okay. All right, you ready? What do you mean you don't play <laughs> by our rules? <laughs> we make the rules, Dean. <laughs> you're the, the contestant. Rules. We are the game show hosts. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Bruno. Bruno, you you speak when you're spoken to. So I'm talking to Jose right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh. Okay, yo. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. (laughs) All right. Question number one.
3: Jose, in the history of Sports Illustrated, only two men
2: have been named Sportsman of the Year twice. Who are they? Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan. One
3: out of two ain't bad, Jose. Michael Jordan is wrong. It would be Tiger Woods and LeBron James. No. So right out of the gate, Jose, you're all for one. Thank you for participating. Pick up your T-shirt on oh, your way out the door. Oh. Oh. This you is not possible. You dirty, rotten
1: bastard, Dean! How dare you? How, how, dare, you? how <laughs> dare you speak down to my man, my friend, for decades? The great Jose. Right out of the gate. Robin
3: was thinking he was
1: going to go 10 for 10, and I stumped the chump already. You come up with some crappy, bullshit Sports That's Illustrated right? cover crap. Nobody gives That's a crap about Sports Illustrated. They only they wait for the swimsuit edition. Nobody gives a crap about Sports Illustrated covers except slapdicks who collect them when their team wins a championship and put them in a frame.
3: Jose nailed one of them and had actually the right sport the other one, just the wrong guy. What up? Golf? I think
1: it was a stupid question. It was a stupid question. I'm oh, gonna yeah. disqualify you, Dean. I think that was a real. Oh event. my god! <laughs> Jose, what did I tell you? I don't play by their rules, and I don't like
3: it. Ah. Don't worry, Jose. Don't worry. This isn't the first time I'll get stiffed out of a gift from Tony. I won a spelling bee contest on the show 15 years ago, and I never got the porn DVD
1: Bullshit. I was supposed to get. Bullshit! I gave porn <laughs> DVDs out like, like uh, people, like guys used to give out alludes uh, to chicks in the 80s, man. Come on, man.
4: <laughs> Dean, don't worry. I will send you a special something. Uh,
1: so, if you have to send me nothing, we're going to send you a prize pick picked especially for you, Dean. Now, the good thing is I still have some of the porn collection, and now they're considered, like, vintage porn, so they'll be worth even more.
2: Add uh, from a Georgia Jones DVD.
1: I'll give you... And everybody, you everybody here
4: stuff. is agreeing that that was a stupid-ass question. It is. What, what can,
2: do you mean how can I follow sports question. eye covers? Okay. I
4: don't read. You know what this was? This was a very good example. This was of a g- setup. This was a setup. This was a good example of what not, what kind of question not to ask. You know, like it, it was a manby pamby <laughs> question. It was not a real, true sports question.
1: By the way, people are saying it. By the way, uh, uh, does not it count. It was
4: a fantastic question. The the ma- obviously, was a great question It stumped
1: the man. Mako two one five. That does not count. Another typical Boston cheater. I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: yeah, at least give me the lineup of the 76 Celtics. I would have exactly. it. Exactly. Ask him yeah.
1: the talk. Dean doesn't even know the lineup Jose, of the Jose, 76 me, Celtics.
2: Joe Joe White, Kondo Paul Silas, and uh, Dave Jose, up front. Jose, let me ask you a question. Go ahead.
3: Forget about what Tony and Robin is now do- trying to discuss. Oh, that boy. great question. In your opinion,
1: was it a fair question? It was a two-part question. There's no two-part questions. We oh, said no, golf. We, we, no. We limited okay. it to NBA. We limited it to NBA, NHL, NHL NFL, NFL, and hockey action. And, and NHL. Uh, yeah. Hockey. And then you threw a trick so golf question at him. Tiger Woods is golf. You went off the board. That's, That's against the rules. LeBron James is NBA.
4: Yeah, but Tiger I Woods said, is
3: golf. I golf. Said, Tony, I could have said... Name one of the two only guys. And, and he would have nailed it. And you should have said
1: that because there's no two. And he would have lost. There's no one. No, he, 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 Tig- he said Tiger Woods.
4: But he said, yeah, but he was gone. Tony, if I would
3: have said one sport, if I would have said name one of the two guys and one of them's an NBA guy, he would have said
1: Michael Jordan. The answer is LeBron James,
3: so he would have been
1: wrong. Because Sports Illustrated has become a lapdog for LeBron, just like the rest of the media. Michael Jordan and, should have been on two times. How is Michael Jordan not on Sports Illustrated cover two times, but LeBron James, who has
4: what, two championships, is on two times? Tony, more importantly, Sports, Jose, Jose, sports Illustrated is asked not a sport. Question. You got it right. Jose, last time I was on, I asked a trivia
3: question last Tuesday. You got it right. This time I won, so we're one and one Have
1: a good day. You dirty, rotten bastard, Dean. I don't like to rip callers or listeners, but right there, I believe he tried to skirt the rules. He tried to make up his own. Can you hang up on that bitch, Dean, right now, Robin? This is not General Knowledge Wednesday. Or General Chow's Chicken. Or General Isimo Francisco Franco knowledge. This is sports knowledge. Crappy sports magazine covers. That would be like me asking Jose, whose pictures on the back of Madden 2005? On the front and back of Madden 2005. I know McNabb was on the front of 4 Let's ask this legitimate question. Now I'm not eligible for prize because I am the host of this game show.
2: Does the first question get thrown out, or I have, is that an official question?
1: No, this is not going to count in the official questioning. All right, cool. I'm just going to question you now. I'm just going to throw something out here. Jose, right. who was on the cover of Madden 2005 and also photographed on the back of the Madden 2005 box? On the
2: 2005, man, it was Donovan McNabb, and on the back of the cover was the great Tony Bruno.
1: You're one for two, Jose. Donovan McNabb was not on the cover of 2005 Madden.
4: But again, okay. those aren't sports. I know. So I'm just showing that's Madden, that's a two-part question. Right, but also, we don't do two-part questions. Madden is a game, Correct. not a sport. Not
1: a game. Not a game.
4: And Sports Illustrated is not a sport. It was not. It is not a sport. It's a magazine. <laughs> so, we do have another yeah, contestant we're not asking, on the line.
1: Like, we're not going to ask who the centerfold was in the Sports Illustrated or ESPN. The body issue. We should, we should uh, ex- exterminate. That's SI not a question from the questioning. Exactly. It's yeah. got to be legitimate sports, sports questions.
2: questions. I not could do bullshit. lineups. I could do coaches. I mean, I do not all of Not other.
1: bullshit magazine covers. Or games. Or, yeah, not a game.
4: Okay. Not a game. I am
1: fronting a game.
4: So we have AJ from San Antonio calling in for the first official question because the first question from <laughs> Dean did not count <laughs> since we were just determining that that is not a legitimate question. Yes,
1: he's already been disqualified. No. For asking a question that was not allowed under the rules which were specifically read.
4: And making up as we go along. And also in the fine
1: print. (laughs) He did not see the fine print of the actual printed rules which are available on the Tony Bruno Show (laughs) webpage. You got to read all the rules here, man. It's the same thing with a publisher clearinghouse. You think that the, when they say no purchase necessary, that you have to buy a magazine to win that shit. That's an absolute lie. No person who's ever entered the publisher's clearinghouse drawing sweepstakes has never won it without buying 52 magazine subscriptions. And Robin Austin is a classic example that gets suckered every year. And then I keep getting crappy magazines that I wouldn't read if I was in a doctor's office no, 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 and no, no, had to no, wait no, no, six no, no, no. hours for I have for not
4: ordered one single magazine. I seriously <laughs> do not know how they keep coming to the house. Seriously. That's a legit <laughs> answer. <Hey>, See <laughs> hey,
5: Tony, you go on a rant and I forget my question. Oh, uh, don't forget the question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wait a minute. Hey, and hey, and
1: hang and on. Before you go on, this is absolutely
5: phenomenal.
1: <laughs> phenomenal board action here today. People love I mean, I, We know we love Dean. Dean, though, cheating is immensely entertaining. Does he get points for that? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the other one, <laughs> uh, who was uh, expunged that, expunge that from the record jury, and this, and then do, David Conrad in Vegas, <laughs>
5: this is a very angry game. <laughs> yeah. right. All right. right. Whoever visited Epstein in his cell needs to you do the same thing to that question from Dean.
1: Exactly right, Dean. All right. All right, you ready right. You ready for A.J. in San Antonio to bring you?
5: What up, the Horseman? What up, Jose? Before okay. I ask the question, if Dean's looking for the porn DVD, I think Tony put it in the bag when I left Philly. So exactly. I can mail no,
1: I, I still have a box. A lot of them are classics that I do not want to give away. I am willing to part with some of my personally autographed, never before opened. Classic. Porn DVDs.
4: Oh, we need to... Please.
1: You would have to pay upwards of six, dollars $700 if you were to try to find this on porn sites. But not here. I have them just for you. All right, let's go, AJ. You ready? I'm ready.
5: You ready, you ready up, Jose? Jose? I'm ready. I'm waiting for the question. Okay, this is kind of an easy one because I actually brought it up a couple of weeks ago on a previous show. If Jose was listening.
1: Jose's always listening, man.
5: All uh, right. Before the, Alamo, before the AT&T Center, before the Alamo Dome... The Spurs played in the Hemisphere Arena. Who hit the very last jump shot ever against the Spurs in the Hemisphere Arena before it closed? Who was, um,
2: Byron Scott? No!
1: Charles Barkley. Damn, Charles. Wow. Wow. Jose having an extremely off day. Day. This yes, is shocking this news is here. Yes, this is
4: shocking.
1: This is shocking, Jose. Although no, that's a bullshit question too.
4: Why? Is that a, why is that a bullshit question? I'm just curious because I, I don't. I think
1: Chemistry Arena
2: closed down in 1995,
5: is before they moved into the Alamo Dome in 96. 1993, actually.
4: Ooh. I was at
5: that game. That's why I know. And I also sent Robin the article confirming it. So I was going, I was in high school building my craft when that. <laughs> oh, I'm there actually,
4: you go. I'm actually a little bit shocked that Jose did not know that answer.
1: Jose, I'm going to oh. have to give you one of those, man, but you're 0-2, but that means you're not out because it's still your contest. No, he's
4: 0-1 because because that first Oh, so we've kept. eliminated Dean? Yeah, we eliminated Dean. All right, Dean so you're going to be 0, 0 1. This you this one. one You
1: still need 10 questions to win the grand yeah, prize. Yeah, yeah. Dean
5: was... is
1: excommunicado from this show. Yes, he is. This, this
4: was a legitimate question. Dean's was not. So it's he's just 0-1. I, I just still love you, Jose. Thank
2: you. I love you too, Horseman. Wait, um, no, wait, bacon. wait!
1: Duncan Dad says 0 2. in time I walk, I'm 0 and 2 that in BP, but 0 1 at the as a plate appearance. So that's only going to count as one plate appearance for Jose.
5: <laughs> <laughs> because we're, yeah. Living- <laughs> yeah tell, Jose reached on a fielder's choice <laughs> on the first. question. <laughs> <break. laughs> no, I got hit by a pitch. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, so so should we take one more No, No, Jose's not 0
1: for 3. do give him a loss. No. Ed Nasta's saying <laughs> give him a loss, dog.
4: Well, that one was a loss. Yeah, that one was, but he's yeah.
1: talking about Ed Nasta's now. People are turning on Jose. That's an outrage. Racists. I'm going to say it right now. Anybody who turns <laughs> on Jose during the contest <laughs> is a racist.